couple years ago on Prime Day, this guest made a quarter of a million dollars on one product. The very next year, though, quality issues killed this product, which was selling over a million dollars a year. How sad is that? Pretty sad, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got a serious seller on the line with us today. This is the second time he's been on the show. The last time was a little over a year ago. Richard, Richard, how's it going? Well, thanks. How are you, Bradley? I'm doing delightful. Thank you. So <laughs> from what I hear from you, like seeing Facebook, you are no longer living in Brazil. You're actually in Australia now, right? Yep. Back down under, back in Brisbane. Um, flat earth theorists say that I don't exist. So I don't exist anymore. <laughs> now, for those who didn't hear his episode, he was on episode eight of this podcast. And, and it was kind of interesting. He had a, he had a very up and down story. He went from people breaking their hip or something like that when one of his products and, <laughs> and, and, and problems going uh, left and right, but he eventually you know, made it to being a seven-figure seller. He even had a, if I recall correctly, a, a one prime day, you actually made $250,000 just in one day on products. And yep. now I'm bringing you back because uh, from what I hear, you didn't have too great of a 2019 and, and I don't know any details about it. That's all I know that it wasn't too great, but I, I think I'm sure there's something here that we can learn from. So. So let's go ahead and, and fast forward. First of all, why are you back in Australia? Did your things not go well with your ex-girlfriend? No. Or your girlfriend? No, no. no. We're, we're actually engaged since then. Still, uh, oh, okay. So yeah. you're still together. I yeah. thought maybe she kicked you out uh, of Brazil. No, no. So did she come back to Australia with you? 100% buy box. Uh, so converted her. <laughs> converted 100% her into buy box. You're, you're not sharing the buy box on that one. <laughs> no, there's not, that's 100%. Maybe no, no, no hijacker, no hijackers uh, <laughs> involved. That's right. Uh, so yeah, no, converted her into my fiance, and uh, she finished. Congratulations! Her PhD. Thank you. She finished her PhD, so um, there's more opportunities in her field in Australia. So we've moved to Australia for that reason. Is that difficult for somebody from a Brazilian native to get a like a visa to live in Australia? Yeah, correct. Yeah, it has been a difficult, but we we went the partner visa route, so. Um, it's a bit more expensive, but it's a bit more guaranteed in a sense. Okay. All right, cool. So you're back in Australia. Now, now Brisbane, is that on the east or west coast? That's the east coast. It's like about 1,000 kilometers north of Sydney. So that's a bit over 600 miles in um, Imperial. Okay. okay. Now, let's talk about Amazon. Now, like, first of all, your best year, was that 2018 or 2017? Uh, twenty. 18, I think. Yeah. 2018. So that's when you had the uh, higher sales figures. But, yeah. you know, usually what, what, I, what we would do is we would, you know, maybe hear back from somebody that we haven't heard from in a year and, and now they've, they've increased their sales. But if I'm not mistaken, was 2019 actually a down year for you? Yeah, it dropped down. Um, so there was a few issues, but one of the biggest one was quality. So we had quality issues. But let, let's it, talk about that for a little bit. So, yeah. so this is a product that you were already selling in 2018. You were yeah. doing great, but like, did your factory just start like taking shortcuts or you switch factories or, or how, how can quality go down on an existing product? Yeah. So they switch factories and switch glue 
or, or at um, at least one at simultaneous times or individually. Um, and yeah, it started this quality issue that bubbled from there. And so then did that, did you get like bad reviews and returns or what happened? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it killed the listing. Yeah, pretty much. And that slowed down all the momentum. In your peak, you know, like in 2018, when, when you were still using the old factory, what kind of sales were you doing daily or, or monthly on that product? Oh, it was a seven figure product. So one product was making seven figures. Yeah. Wow. And then now, I mean, are you still selling it or, or did the whole listing just die or? Oh uh, yeah. It's like, we're just trying to drown it out now. So yeah, it's right, right down now, but, um, really good lesson for the sellers out there. Uh, quality, like there's quality and then there's quality control. So you're going to have an amazing product, but if three, six, seven out of X aren't up to spec, then your product is, is terrible. So I'd, I'd strongly consider what your checks are and then your checks of your checks. So you might put checks in place, but who's checking those checks, um, if that makes sense? Yeah. So, so like, I'm assuming, you know, you're, you're an experienced seller. Did you, did you have I- inspections for every shipment or did, did you just kind of like uh, maybe take it easy a little bit? And so that's why uh, some bad product got slipped through or what happened there? Well, so the product wasn't realized till after the fact. So we needed to create a new um, uh, methodology methodology for ch- checking it. So yeah, it, it, it caught us by surprise. And you, you know, when they start to roll and then you'd have a big order, so it was like 10,000 units. And then, you know, within that, you've got the duds and then you can't really, in hindsight, we probably should have recalled them. Actually, that's probably what mm-hmm. we should have done. So all 10,000, like of this one order, that was the first order of the bad batch. Did it go directly to Amazon? Yeah, yeah, they all they went to. So, so then, like maybe if you had used a three PL or something, and, and you know, sent nine thousand to the three PL, one thousand to Amazon, and then would have been a little bit better, or would that have even made a difference at that point? Uh, probably. To be honest, probably looking hindsight, would have just been. I should have just all pulled it out and uh-huh. um, fixed it. You know, went went over there and tested them myself, and just really got to the root cause of it. So, like the five Y process, or any other sort of process management review system that those who um, know those processes, that's what we, we should have looked at sooner. Now, was there ever a chance to like just go back to the original factory or is it too late? Was it too late? Was the damage already done? Pardon the pun, but we just got Chinese whispers on that. So it got really confusing really quickly. Um, oh, what is a Chinese whisper? Well, you know, like, he talked to him and that talked to that. And oh, I, I don't know. Also, it, like the, the, the factories there in China, they were like, it's kind of like the buddy system where. Uh, yeah, we, we kind okay. of just got lost in translation, to be honest, mate. Mm. Yeah. So how much percentage of your overall business was that one product? Uh, too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll do. So that was your, that was your superstar product. Mm. Now, but yeah. the rest of your products is still going strong or any increases or stays the same or did you launch yeah. any products last year, et cetera? Oh, yeah, they're going well. Um, got some, they're going quite strongly at the moment. So that's positive. Okay, so for this one, is it kind of like too late to start over from scratch because it's like maybe more of a saturated market and now if you tried to start over with zero reviews, it would be very difficult to? Yeah, and then we couldn't patent that one. So there's probably about 50 to 100 people, maybe 50 rather, with um, our exact same product. So we really didn't have any IP 
on it. Mm. Um, and then recently last year, like we launched two new products with IP, the intellectual property. Sorry, I should stop speaking. Yeah. Abbreviations. Um, so that that's good. It gives you a bit more of a, a thought around your business. So, so on those products, like, have there been anybody tried to rip it off, and then you were able to attack them, or, or you haven't had to deal with that yet? Not yet, not yet. Haven't had that yet. So then, what is the process? Let's say, you know, what you couldn't do with that other product. Somebody comes up with something, and they're just calling it a different brand. With your patent, what are you able to do? Ah, uh, yeah. So you need to send them a notice through your. I mean, it's more serious if you do it through your lawyer. Um, you can try and do it yourself, of course, but really, you just you, you need to send them a cease and desist. Um, letter. Okay. D and D. Okay. Cool. All right. So, like, let's let's talk a little bit about. We'll go back and forth because that's how all, all of our conversations go with you—the positive and the negative. So, so now <laughs> now everybody's feeling bad for you. Like, oh my goodness, Richard had to leave Brazil, and and now he's uh, his his wife is going to have to support him because she's the PhD, and 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 we're feeling bad for you. But 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 tell us about something good that that might have happened last year. Oh, well, you know, the lessons we learned. Other than being engaged, of course, that's a positive thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Lessons are just invaluable. Um, You can just put them to so many uh, applications to life. But really just checking your checks, that would be the one thing I'd say in your quality control. And you can use that system in your marketing. You can use that system in your supply chain, human resources. It doesn't matter. Um, Just because you're checking something doesn't mean it's getting done. So that would be a pretty valuable lesson from 2019. Okay. You said you did th- those two products you patented. Were those new launches for 2019, or those were existing products that you just uh, did no, something we're, else? We're launching them now. So, okay. Yeah. So now that you're 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 doing a launch right now, like what are you doing differently? You know, it's maybe been a while since you launched a product. Like, what are you noticing that's different about how Amazon works, or or how are you attacking this launch differently than maybe the ones that you did in 2017 or 2016? Yeah, definitely the search by find um, review system, and then get getting those initial reviews is just whole completely different now, as you probably realise. Yeah. So for the listeners now, you you have to have your own audience, like it's just, or sorry, you have to have an end audience or your own. Yeah. Um, we we strongly prefer our own, way more in control, but yeah, just. That's that's the real difference with, difference with launches at the moment. So then, when you say you have your own audience, does that mean that you're you're launching a product like on the one one of your existing brands? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So how how did you build up your audience? I mean, there were insert cards um, through the products at start, and then Facebook marketing as well. And we, Facebook marketing is a really easy, quick way to do it. You you've never been worried. You know, some people say, "Oh, you know, I don't I don't want to do." insert cards because you know amazon doesn't might not like it they might suspend me but like did you ever have issues with that with your insert cards with amazon no no just you you need to be tso like don't be silly on them but um just give enough an incentive incentive for them i remember one i got was for every person who doesn't leave a a five-star review a unicorn loses its horn or something like that i'm like are you serious (laughs) you're just asking for (laughs) you're just asking for trouble yeah i remember like I don't know, Barkus put up a post about someone. It's like, um, it was like a mobile phone case. Like, uh-huh. give five-star review and you get $20 gift card on the insert card. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's blatant. Right. Right. So now, how has your lifestyle at all changed? Because, you know, when you, when you lose a million-dollar product, what, what was your profit margin on there? 15, 
was about 23. So that's like yeah. losing a doctor's salary right there, <laughs> just in one blow. Like, thanks uh, for reminding me. <laughs> you know, not to make you feel bad or anything, but, <laughs> but, um, and then now living back in Australia, it's even more expensive. You're, you're living as opposed to Brazil, I would assume. So, yep. did you have to cut back and, you know, go down to uh, Lexus instead of Lamborghini or anything like that? Or, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. My, ne- my next um, info product uh, <laughs> video. I just have to, I have to go down from the McLaren to the Ferrari. Oh, okay, there you go. So, McLaren to the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but in real yeah, life, like what, right. what happens when somebody loses, like, you know, you're used to a certain kind of, of income, you know, based on Amazon, but then a huge thing happens to you. How has that affected your, your, your life, if at all? Yeah, yeah, I've had to adapt. So um, doing that. And I didn't want to take more out of the business. So uh, just doing word of mouth consulting now at the moment. Yeah, that's really the difference. But only, only things I'm passionate about with the consulting. So that's been good. Okay. So that, that's the biggest change. Have you started selling in Amazon Australia yet? No. no. Too, too small of a market for you, probably? Yeah, for, for our particular brand, it is, yeah. Okay. We think. All right. So what's on the agenda other than these two products that you're, you're, you're in the launch phase right now? What's your plan of attack to try and replace that, that income that you lost? Yeah, so I had a bit of uptake with this new product with YouTubers. So I'm rolling them out recently. So in about a month, I got close to 2 million worth of subscribers. Oh, 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 I, I had to re- rewind a little bit here. What, you're saying something about YouTube and then you got 2 million subscribers? What? And sorry, sorry. So like influencers. Okay. I got their audiences were 2 million-ish. And I got that in a couple ah, of weeks. And, okay. And then, and then um, uh, got uh, one of the biggest review magazines, which is over a million views a month. So I'm waiting for that press to come out and then trying to amplify that around. So is the product um, live on Amazon already? Yeah, yeah, but we're pretty much destocked because of coronavirus. Okay, so what basically what you did is when you went for you're looking for some influencers that that are relevant to your brand and and you Correct. found a few that told and all of their subscribers total around 2 million people. Yeah. Now what was your strategy there? Like did you have them do an unboxing video and then they gave everybody a an affiliate oh. link or break that down a little bit. Yeah, they haven't done it yet, so I've just I've just got it out. The product's been dis- distributed, but um, they have schedules built up. So, so, but w- um, what is the plan then? How are you going to leverage those two million people that these guys have? Yeah, so part of their channel is they use products, so they'll just use it in situ in their content. One put he he got one, and then he liked it, so he got other products for us. He bought it. He he didn't even, he didn't even let us send it to him. He bought it directly off our store. Um, and so just use it in situ in his content and then see how it goes organically. Cause we're after, we want to see the organic reach and then we'll boost it around the world with Facebook and YouTube ads. Okay. Now, is this something you've done before or you've heard of somebody doing or what prompted you to say, Hey, let, let's, let's get some YouTube influencers to help with this launch. My business partner, he's like, Oh, let's, he just said, Go ask someone else for their audience instead of paying for PPC because our PPC cost rose. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, there's logic there. That was pretty much like the, the, high, the 10 second snapshot of it. Yeah. And, and then how are you going to leverage your own audience? Because you said you have your own list that you built up through those, through those inserts and, and through different marketing. So how are you leveraging that for your launch? 
Yeah, so they they just bring bring in the foundation reviews to get kicked off, really. Okay. That's that's their purpose. Okay. I mean, you could keep going like if you wanted to, you could just keep advertising and keep pushing it that way as well. So the, so these people are already, you know, they've bought your product, so they're passionate about the brand and and the repeat customers, so you figure that hey, these people, you know, th- they would be more willing to your your rate of reviews from people who buy it from your audience is going to be much higher than just random people. Yeah, yeah, much higher. What kind of social media have you built around this brand? Like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat? Uh, mainly just paid Facebook and Instagram, the same platform. But I mean, yeah, we got, you know, like 50,000 fans. Oh, accumulated, that's good. But, but that's just, oh, that sort of just came over time. We didn't really build that, if that makes sense. So, so do you do like organic posts daily about something just general, you know, not like a sales pitch just to keep people engaged and give value or, or do you have any strategy as far as that goes? No, we just have a live each week. We have a live like content session. It's a Q and a of, um, ah, that's interesting. That, that's pretty much it. It's yeah. It's like a Facebook live every Thursday at a certain time. Okay. And then, so now once you're going to ask them for these reviews, how do you do it in a way that will not get you in trouble with Amazon? Well, I tell them I have their address and I'll go visit them if they don't give, <laughs> give me a review. Hey, that, that's, not, that's technically not in terms of service. So, hey, you should be okay there. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just you know, use a bit of uh, polite copy. Just um, saying, you know, I guess one, one way is just saying one hand feeds the other. Um, the, the quicker we can launch, the quicker we can get more products out to you. That's, that's one way all the way to um, our customer service has um, scripts like, um, oh, if you could leave a review, it would make me look good in my job. Um, so, you know, there's a couple of, couple of uh, bits of copy that we have. And, and, I mean, you can't really give discounts to them for, for buying it because then, you know, like, at least me, or maybe I'm just asking you, like, me personally, like if I do an email follow-up service or anything, like I really don't want people who I've given a discount to, to leave a review. So do you feel the same way? So are, are your customers buying full price or, or how do you? Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're the full price of crew as well. So. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. What about Europe? Have you expanded to Europe? I mean, it's a lot bigger than, than Australia or is your product not attractive to Europeans? Uh, we looked at Germany and then kind of just got bored with the paperwork and decided to, <laughs> well, not bored with, well, yeah, we got sick of <laughs> this the This is so boring. I got to answer all this information. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, we haven't looked at, I, I am actually kind of tempted. I just would kind of like to run some Facebook tests here in Australia. Um, first off, because retail is still absolute beast here in Australia. So um, but yeah, it's kind of down my list of things to do still. Is Amazon your only revenue stream for your, your current line? Or are you selling any off Amazon or either online no, or offline? Sh- Shopify. So Shopify is growing. So, so what's the break, you know, like, no, 90, 10, 80, 20, 50, 50. Yeah. 90, 10, 90, 10. Okay. But are you more profitable selling from Shopify due to the less Amazon fees or due to the fulfillment and, and, and more overhead, it, it kind of comes out to a wash. Yeah, it's more profitable on Shopify because okay. of your email list. So how, how are you growing? What, what's your plan in 2020 to grow your Shopify? Uh, it, it's just more Facebook ads, but um, more using the content that we're getting from influencers this year will be a big part of it. 
Okay, so the influencers, in addition to boosting your Amazon, you're going to have a lot of the influencers send traffic directly to your website as opposed to Amazon. Uh, a bit of both. It depends on the YouTubers. So some have their Amazon affiliate stores and one hand feeds the other. So the more sales we can drive to their store, then the more likely they are to want to work with us. So there's a bit of both. And then some don't have affiliate at all. And um, they're the ones we'll try and drive directly to our site. Cool. Now, other than your big quality issue last year, were there any, any other big debacles or, or horror stories that you could tell us about? Or was that pretty much it? Oh, it's not a big one, but I mean, a company, I'm not actually sure if I'm legally at say it, but a big company that everybody listening knows, everybody in the world, um, they challenged our um, trade, our name. Okay. So we had to change names. Um, and shout out to Bethany. Um, Patty, absolute legend. Um, if you need a good, that, that's uh, Barkas, Barkas' wife, isn't it? Am I allowed to do a shout out? Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. Oh yeah, shout out to her, amazing lawyer. Like she could have pushed me down an alley and said, "Keep paying money," but she was honest with me and told me straight up. I'm not sure that she's actually a lawyer now, though, so I'd have to check her credentials. So <laughs> um, that was a that was a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you. Uh, <laughs> They, they, what's the word? Not, uh, I was about to say debarred. I'm like, no, disbarred. They disbarred yeah, her. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a yeah. minute, debarred well, doesn't sound right. <laughs> you've watched Better, Better Call Saul, haven't you? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was like, it was a real pain in the neck. I thought it was, I thought it was, it was a bit of a storm in, in it. So, so, so does end. that, did you have to change your brand on Amazon and everywhere, oh, your packaging yeah, or? That's still going on. Like changing your name on Amazon is more or less impossible. So I, I yeah, I don't even know what's going on. Like we, we've been trying for months. So I'm an operations manager, so I don't, I still don't like fully know. I can't tell you to this day what's happened. So for like new shipments, then it's going to have new packaging with a new brand. Correct. Yeah. So there's new and old labeling. Wow. And then, yeah. But it's, it's, it's fine. It I, me- uh, I don't know. You, you, you remember Kevin Reiser, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah so I don't know if you heard his podcast. It was, it was a few episodes after yours. He had a similar thing oh, where with Emmy, with Emmy. Yeah. yeah because he na- his dog's name was Emmy. And then he yeah. was doing some pet products named Emmy after his dog. But then, you know, the Emmy awards was like, Hey, you can't <sighs> use it because people yeah. can get it confused. And he's like, well, how can people get an award show confused with dog products or something? But I forget what exactly how, how he, what came out with his, but. So that's something that maybe, I mean, did you know that it could have been a problem when you first came up with your name or did you just like not realize that there was a company that had it or what? Mate, they drew the longest bow in the world. It was like, so, so I talked, talked afterwards, uh, who was I talking to? You probably know them, but they were like, yeah, this, this, these companies just keyword scan when people are registering and this private company then went to. This, this private law firm then went to this said company and said, hey, these guys, this is what we think anyway. Like this, mate, this was a really long bow. It was like, I don't know, like teacup to orange, similar. Uh-huh, Just, uh-huh. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Like Emmy and Emmy, I get straight away. Everyone gets that straight away. Yeah. I know, I know they're two completely different things, but our like verbiage was completely different. And even the gear section, that was it, was – quite different again huh. too so anyway they just bullied us classic fortune 500 company that's a shame 
So what else other than your your two product launches are, are, are in, in store for you this year? You said you're going to uh, expand Shopify, working with influencers, launching two products. Are you stopping there? Are you going to try and look for more, maybe start a new brand? No, that's enough. That's enough for this year. Cool. Yeah. I got my wedding, so you know that's a pretty big focus. Yeah, minor, <laughs> minor, minor, minor details uh, that we have going on here. Or is, is, is the wedding going to be in yeah. Brazil or in Australia? Yeah, Brazil. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now, what about your consulting that you do? Like, do you have any cool stories that you know, like you help somebody go from here to here? You know, we we know your stories, or maybe some of the negative things that you've seen since you, you know you're now involved in more Amazon accounts. You've seen people make mistakes that that you can warn us about or, or the opposite? Yeah, just be like from a, that perspective, just be very careful on your verbiage that you use. Um, I didn't even really think of packaging, but yeah, obviously really go carefully on your, uh, on your packaging, the verbiage there, and then your emails and just like um, covering your tracks with that as well because you, you don't want to break the rules, but... You, you always want to push them if you go go further, but that's always up to the client's discretion and you need to really lay that out to them. Cool, cool. What has been your experience on Shopify? No, I know it's now up to, to 10%, you said, but what kind of issues, if any, have you come up with there? Because again, you're in Australia, you were living in Brazil, you know, you're not shipping product from Brazil or from Australia directly to customers in the USA. So what, did you use a, a 3PL or you have a friend who had a warehouse or how did that work for you? Oh, just still fulfilling through Amazon at this stage. It kind of just keeps all the inventory management the, the same. Logistically, it's much easier. Oh, okay. Now. It's, it's better with bundling to have a 3PL. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, at this stage, I just thought it'd be too much time wasted on logistics as opposed to just selling. Okay. So how, did, how does that work? You know, how does somebody set up and link, I mean, I'm assuming it's not a manual process. You don't have somebody doing manually though, or is it, does it automatically tie in via API or how does that work where you can fulfill Shopify orders through Amazon? Yeah. So you got to set it up, but then it's, yeah, you can automatically do it. Like you said, through API. Okay. And what's the rates? Like, uh, how, how much is, obviously Amazon's not charging you 15% commission on it since it's off of Amazon, but, but how, how's the shipping rates or, or what is their commission on that? Yeah, so it's a bit steeper than um, just normal shipping rate, but it's still pretty. It's still within market. It's not too bad. Um, but yeah, it, it is steeper than if it, they're selling their own product because, of course, they're going to look after themselves first. Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. Now, how many followers do you have on your business Facebook account now? I think 30,000. Are all those organic or, or did you like pay a company to, to, Increase those, or how did you get to that number? <laughs> oh well, they're through paid advertising. So then, like, how, but, like, yeah. what, what would be a paid ad? You know, like it, it wasn't just hey, get ninety percent off my product. What is the what is the call to action, or what does the ad say that you got people to click and and, and eventually sign uh, up for you? Yeah, so that was back when we were doing that. It was just purely page likes. There was a call to action to a page like. Um, now, when we run ads, we have a series of um, objectives of them. So anywhere from buy now to learn more or running a top of the funnel video ad and then retargeting on what percentage they've watched of that. So, it, it, yeah, it, it varies on what you, 
your um the result you want is. So it doesn't have to be like some kind of discount to get people interested. You some you just do something interesting and people still click and and it makes them want more. Yeah, definitely. Um there's you can definitely start with content. Um it just it all depends on your objective too. That that was a content funnel for sales though. Um but you can have purely content for lead capture or just to grow your reach. It really depends on your business objectives. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you for your something new, you know, since the last time you were on the show, we do something called a 30 second tip where you're going to give something in 30 seconds or less. That's a cool strategy cool. or hack or, or <laughs> advice. So be thinking about that in the meantime, but we're also going to, before then, we're going to go ahead and play the search volume game. I'm going to give you three different words, keywords, and don't have Helium 10 open, so don't cheat. Okay. And then I'm going to give you three search volumes in random order, and you have to match the search volume, the monthly search volume with the keyword, okay? So the three keywords are Brazil nuts, Brazilian wax kit, Uh. and Brazilian bum bum cream. (laughs) Okay, so those are the three Brazil-related keywords. All right. Yeah, well, Brazilian bum bum cream. Yeah, Brazilian bum bum cream. Don't don't go and ask your fiance about no. these. You know, like no, 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 let's no, say. no, no, I'm not. All right. And now the three search volumes from least to most are. No. One of these keywords is searched for about six thousand times a month. The next one is searched yeah. for about nine thousand times a month. Yeah. And the most is searched for twenty thousand times a month. Yeah. So which one goes to which? Uh. Brazil nuts, Brazil wax kit, and Brazilian bum bum cream. (laughs) I just don't know locally if you guys say Brazil. You must say Brazil nuts because we say Brazil nuts here. But wow, look, I'm going to have to go Brazil wax kits at twenty thousand, and then just to be different, the Brazilian bum bum cream at nine thousand, and Brazil nuts at six thousand. But all right. I'm not confident. You got one right. You got the yeah. Brazilian bum bum cream. So very I'm not sure if if you use that for yourself. Uh actually hold <laughs> on. Let, let me click on this to see what I mean if it is what it sounds like. I, I'm looking at this on Amazon right now and I still don't know what it does. <laughs> it, for your bum bum legs, tummy, and arms all over. Hydrates and softens. All right. So there you go. So for your next or Valentine's Day already passed, you, you could have given this to your fiance. Brazilian bum bum cream, but Brazilian wax kit is actually 6,000 and Brazil nuts is 20,000. Yeah. Okay. And I know like that one, I actually knew my Brazil nuts. Like my parents are like health freaks or they try to be in their old age. And and I know uh, my mom buys that for my dad, Brazil nuts. I'm not sure what the health benefit is from it, but Hey, it is what it is. All right. Now, what is your or TST 30 second tip? Some kind of a pep talk or some kind of cool hack or strategy that you're using with your consulting clients or in your own Amazon business or something that can be a benefit for our users in 30 seconds or less. Go ahead. Really just get really clear on your goals and then work out our number, go after one number and reverse engineer from there, cut out all the other distractions from that one number and target that and things will fall into place sooner rather than later. And if you're not a numerically bound person, get to love them because um, fortunately or unfortunately, numbers rule in business. So that would be my 30-second advice. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Richard. Now, if, if anybody wanted to uh, reach out to you to, to get more information or contact you or see about your, your services, how can they reach you? 
Yeah, just I'm just mates to mates. So it's just rich.greenup at gmail.com. So that's R-I-C-H dot G-R-E-E-N-U-P at gmail.com. And any of your high-paying clients get an invite to the wedding or how does that work? Uh, one of my referrals will, but. <laughs> <that's> just- <laughs> okay. All right, Richard. Well, um, I hope that 2020, as far as Amazon goes, is better than your 2019. So come 2021, you'll be one of our first to have been on the podcast three times and hope you have some success, uh, some more success stories and to let us know how these launches went. I uh, look forward to talking to you then, Bradley. Quick note, guys, don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher or on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode.